Hello, everyone. It's time to eat, drink, and be merry with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's Eat, Drink, and Be Merry show. It is the first Wednesday of the month. It is the first Wednesday of November, which means we're getting towards Thanksgiving. But every time mm -hmm. it's the first Wednesday, it means we get to have wine time with Peggy. We love our wine times with Peggy. Peggy is mm -hmm. and her husband own and run LD, excuse me, LDV Winery, I was going to say Vineyard, uh, LDV Winery out in Arizona. The uh, winery itself is out on the Chiricahua foothills in southeast Arizona. Beautiful area. And then their tasting room is in Scottsdale. So when you're out having a nice art vacation in Scottsdale or golfing or just enjoying that beautiful weather, especially this time of year, be sure to stop by and say hi and, and do some tasting. So go to LDVWinery.com. So Welcome back, Peggy. How are you? I'm terrific. Harvest is over, so yeah. I get a I get to breathe again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to cool. go do tasting in the tasting room. <laughs> exactly. Oh my. Oh, the fun part. Wow. So yeah. I mean, because you guys had quite a crazy harvest time with the weather, and you know, so did everything survive the way you needed it to? Absolutely. It was a crazy year, as you know, with we had rain, a lot of rain. We had it, which prolonged the harvest. So we didn't get to bring the grapes in as on time like we usually do or as early as we usually do. But hmm. and then um, Kurt, the also the winemaker and the vintner, and he fell. So I had to step in and, and after fermentation, all the wine was in the, the winery figure out, okay, how do we get this all pressed when we don't have Kurt around to help us? And uh, we were able to get it all pressed. And so it's tucked away, not in barrels yet, um, but it is tucked away nice and safe in the winery and uh, ready to then we'll transfer those mm -hmm. to barrels here soon. And uh, and then we can, it goes on, it's long sleep to perfect wine. Ah, mm. means you have a good team. Yes, behind that. We have a great team. Um, That's uh, awesome. We, we're very thankful. Not only do we have a great harvesting team, we also have a great winery team um, led by Teresa, who just really stepped up and, and really was able to bring in the, uh, finish the process for us. So we're That's, on our way. That's awesome. awesome. You know, and I think, you know, cool. it's just hard work what you guys do. And as we started in the very first conversation with you, it's like, you know, running a farm, making mm. wine from the farm, and then right. packaging it, and then you do events, you do, I mean, it's just, it's never, it's never easy. I mean, you know, Nancy and I've been on a hobby farm for two months, <laughs> and it's not been easy. I'm telling you, I, I have my respect for anybody growing or raising anything, anything. I bow down. And it's, it and it's especially you make you make some of the best wine on the planet. So mm -hmm. seriously, yeah, it's it's important work that you're doing. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It is everyone sees the sexy part of, of the process when they're sitting in a tasting room or mm -hmm. sitting at the vineyard at, drinking a glass of wine, looking up sure. over the vines. They don't realize how much work really goes into it, it but yeah. it is a lot. So right now, what we're doing at the, the vineyard is all that. We finished our post-harvest um, organic fertilizer that we put into the soils because 
you know, now the plants go into dormancy. And mm. so the vineyard, uh, the leaves have changed colors and actually are, are drying out and falling off. And uh, so it doesn't look as pretty as it did a, a month, mm. month and a half ago. But we also um, start our winter watering. Uh, so we do deep watering for the roots as they go dormant. And uh, so we, it's not a lot of work in the vineyard until, you know, maybe January or February will prune the, the vineyard. So we'll cut back all the, the, the um, vines uh, and then getting ready for pre-bud, which is early March. So we'll add some fertilizer mm. late in, in that time. So not a lot of work in the vineyard right now because it's going dormant. Um, mm. And uh, so all the work shifts to the winery. And what happens if it snows? Because I know right now where we are, we've had some frost. I mean, it's already snowed in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Colorado. I mean, some places have already gotten some powder and it. I know it's snowed in Tucson. We've talked about that before. So what happens mm -hmm. if it snows on the vineyard? Not a problem at this time of the year. So we typically don't get any snow in November. Um, it's rare. The mountain, of course, the mountain behind you in those pictures, mm. uh, the Jericho Mountains will get snow on them, uh, but typically not in the vineyard, but we'll get snow in the vineyard probably in December, January is when we might get some snow. Oh, nice. And it usually lasts a couple of days. I know one time we got snowed in and we were wow. intending to leave the vineyard. So we had to stay another two days, really rough, you know, rough life, but we stayed a couple, <laughs> couple more days because with um, all this wine surrounding you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's like, oh, and you guys don't do? even put it in the bottle. You've got the barrels, man. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, like, all right. Just go barreling. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, it typically will snow, you know, in January, late December, and um, it doesn't stay on the ground very long. Doesn't hurt the vines mm -hmm. uh, in the dormancy to have that kind of moisture, not a problem. It's um, only if it got below free or, you know, really cold, then there yeah, might snow be some is problems. warm. Yeah, snow. yeah. And it, it gives you kind extra of warm water. Things up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we don't mind and that down the year. Chiricahua National Monument in the snow, that is Beautiful. magic land. I mean, yeah, those yeah. hoodoos and the rock, uh, the, you know, and then you have the snow on. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And, and the yeah. sun usually comes out, you know. Right. right. Oh, yeah. The sun and the blue skies. Mm. It's really winter mm. skies are beautiful. And of course, that's perfect for um, looking at the stars because the sky is so crisp. Uh, and with zero, you know, humidity and stuff. So great sky star watching. Mm. But also, you know, what comes in around Thanksgiving is the sandhill cranes. And, oh, that's right. Uh, nice. That is awesome to mm. come to southeastern Arizona to see the sandhill cranes. And there, Ooh. I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands wow. of them um, hang out in the, the cornfields this time of year. And, and they also have cool. that huge pond. In fact, a friend of ours just went camping out there. And I said, I think that's where the, mm. the cranes come. Yeah. He's like, you know, there was all these birders out there. And I said, yeah, I think there's that the Wings Over Wilcox Festival that happens every right. year. Yes. And uh, magic, magic yeah. land. I love that. Nice. So, you know, we're getting close to Thanksgiving. I know people are already, you know, getting, I think there's going to be a lot of reuniting of, you know, Thanksgiving time this year, not less Zoom Thanksgiving. So, 
-hmm. getting your wine together is important and you've got some great tips and we'll talk about that and party planning because this is good yeah. we're getting mm -hmm. i think this year it's gonna go crazy you know um it, it's just why not you can get back together with your friends hopefully everyone mm -hmm. you know stay safe during this whatever's going on in the world with pandemics and whatever but we can get together and um so we're going to talk about party planning. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving, but you have your term of the week, which is acidity. And um, we're not talking about, you know, someone being mean and acid. We're talking right. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking that kind of acid. I was going either. to say, what do you <laughs> magic say? Acid? Right. <laughs> oh, magic wine. Joel Sutter, I'm like, hey, acid. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yes, acidity is an important part of a really good wine. And mm. I think that the key to it is balance. Like everything, you want a, a balanced acidity, but it's really what the wine's freshness and tart and sour attributes of wine are attributed to the acidity. You know, it's it kind of, sometimes it'll make you pucker a little bit or that tartness that you might get in, mm. in wine, but it is critical that it's also refreshing. It, when you have good balanced acidity, it makes your mouth salivate and want mm -hmm. more even of it. Um, you know, if you think about a glass of lemonade, uh, mm -hmm. the lemonade is very acidic from the lemons and, and then you add sugar to kind of soften or balance out that acidity. Right. But what's so yeah. great about lemonade is it's so refreshing because of that acidity mm -hmm. and it pairs beautifully with, with food because of that balance of acidity and sweetness. So when you describe a wine as very crisp or bright or fresh, you're really describing the acidity in that wine, mm. which in our, mm. in the way we do winemaking is in farming is we farm our grapes to have good acidity actually in the grapes. So mm. that when we're in the winemaking process, because we're using such quality grapes, we don't have to add additional uh, acids mm. to the wine to get that acidity. So we're, mm. we do, you do somewhat. And all um, wine grapes have naturally acidity to them. Um, you, a lot of people think that only white wine is, is, has acidity, but no, you can have red wine also has acidity. So a Cabernet Sauvignon, for example, mm -hmm. it has, if it's a really balanced, nice acidic Cabernet, it uh, will, the acidity, what's important to it is will balance those tannins and soften those tannins in that Cabernet grape and um, will really enhance all the flavors of that Cabernet, which is so important. So um, it, that's interesting because even when you think about like there's white wines you had with that little like you were talking about that tartness like an apple like you'll have yes. that apple pucker but then yeah. there's this calming um just depends on the wine and who made it but there's some like that have this mineral balance in mm -hmm. this minerality yeah. so it's not mm -hmm. like the tartness is overpowering where you're walking around like you ate really sour candy right <laughs> you know right it's or getting heartburn from it's, oh, a little ting it's just a little tingling correct Correct. Yeah, so you want that, that balance. Yeah. 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 And um, if you didn't have acidity in, in your wine, it would be flat or dull. Um, oh, we don't want that. 
And we don't no. want that now. You want to no. enhance the fruit flavors of the wine. So here's some tips. So okay. you don't want the acidity to be higher than the food that you pair it with. Okay. Mm. Uh -huh. And mm. so things like, like a fried food or a fatty food, um, you want a wine that is higher in acid to be able to cut through that fattiness um, mm. and to make sure that is, it becomes a palate cleanser, allowing mm. really the fruit um, to shine. So through. you wouldn't do like a, a really kind of vinaigrette kind of salad with, you know, a high acid, you know, with the wine. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to do that. But like you could do, you know, is, is it today that we're recording or is it yesterday that was uh, chicken and waffles day? And I'm like, dude, ah. that sounds now. Now we're talking that we want an acidic mm. wine to go with the fried chicken. Right, right. right. So like a mm. lemon or a citrus flavored a dish that has strong acidity um, will make your wine taste a little sweeter. So mm. um, I would pair a white wine or a sparkling wine would be a good choice, like with lemon chicken or um, something mm. like that. But, getting hungry yeah, yeah i know <laughs> i know this is a but, every time you come on this show i'm like it's like it's like, a time to drink and eat yeah i know <laughs> but like everything you want balance um mm -hmm. balance in the wine you shouldn't be shocked by the acidity in the wine mm. okay okay so when we talk about thanksgiving mm. we're looking at turkey okay so we could have a little acidity to go with the turkey can't we you could, yeah. Um, you know, like, again, like everything, balance. But first off, choose an American wine. It's an American that's, holiday. Choose an American wine, right? <laughs> yes, that's a, I, okay. I love that. And you've got, everyone, Peggy's got her yeah. tips are up on Blend Radio and TV.com. And I started giggling when I saw that. And, yeah. you know, I'm going, okay, that, that would make sense. You know, we're, we don't need to go to France for that. No, <laughs> no. I mean, mm. they, they push the Beaujolais a lot of times for Thanksgiving wine. And it does go well with with Thanksgiving mm. has a, a, a bit of, usually a bit of sweetness to it, a fruit forward kind of wine. But uh, I wanna go American if we're gonna celebrate Thanksgiving. And I like to go to a Grenache or a Pinot Noir. Mm. It just, mm. um, you know, there's so many flavors on a typical Thanksgiving table that you need a, a wine, unless you're just gonna have, open up the, the wine bar and have so many different wines for people to choose oh, from. Oh, now wait a wow. minute. Now yeah. we might want that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now, yeah. now you're talking our kind of Thanksgiving mm. and every sip you take, you give thanks. Yeah, this is right, getting exactly. good, Peggy. <laughs> it's a different wine per course. There, you yeah. could do that. You could yeah. definitely do that if you are serving a, a Thanksgiving dinner that is multiple course. But you know, mm. I come from a big Italian family, so Thanksgiving's a uh, a wild time, and everyone's you know grabbing everything all at once uh, type of thing. So we have to have wine on the table that's going to navigate everything from our turkey. But mm. you know, Italians have lasagna a lot of times for Thanksgiving, so. And it has to stand up to the lasagna on the table. What oh, happens yeah. when you come to the pumpkin pie at the end? See that you um, keep your sweetness for the sweets. Don't mm. serve a sweet wine with Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, so you know, enjoy your sweets with pumpkin pie and uh, uh, you know apple pie, whatever you're going to have for dessert as your sweets. You know, though, um, you might do a Riesling 
with your mm. dessert would be nice. Um, not that not a, a dry, a dry, not a sweet mm. Riesling, but a, um, a dry Riesling. And also a mm. Riesling, um, just like Gewürztraminer, you know, the Washington and Oregon make some wonderful Rieslings and Gewürztraminers that would go beautiful with Thanksgiving dinner. Um, mm. We mm. we serve a lot of time bubbles at uh, like a California mm. Brut Rosé would be beautiful with Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Um, so you have some options. You can do the, the red wine, like a Grenache or a Pinot Noir, or if you want to do, you know, something fun like bubbles and do a brute rosé not a not a i want them all i know <laughs> right? or, or have those <laughs> options on the table you might mm -hmm. have like a rare streamer uh, a brute rosé and a pinot noir mm -hmm. um, as choices for people uh during um, thanksgiving dinner i think pinot noir is such a mm -hmm. you know when you get because yeah. you can it's it's a finicky wine i think pinot yeah. it, it's like you it can is. get some pinot and you're like mm, what did i do that for and then when you get a good pinot it's like yippee let's celebrate you know so to yeah. me it's a it's finicky but it's light enough it kind of hits that middle of the road for everyone to be able correct. to enjoy it at a table because it's and it's not heavy you know correct so I, I like big heavy wines i that's yeah. me but but there's that mm. balance that i think allows people to sit saver but maybe people that um are at the table that maybe aren't wine drinkers or right. haven't really done a lot of tasting it's something that could open up their palate and and kind of raise that bar for them too that's why i also like grenache because it's not something something that a lot of people haven't tried and mm -hmm. so a grenache if they are a novice wine drinker um it's fruit forward it has those bright you know cherry notes to it that um a novice wine drinker might uh, find really pleasing and it would go with a, a great thanksgiving dinner so cool. um try a grenache uh would not go heavy like our uh petite Syrahs or cabernet typically with thanksgiving um i would i mean if you want to go with a little bolder wine maybe a syrah uh would would be okay but there's you know there's so many savory very a um, lot of herbs that are used in thanksgiving dinner and stuffings mm -hmm. and That's so true. on and then there's the sweetness that sweet potatoes or, mm -hmm. or balsamic uh, carrots or or brussels sprouts are on the table and but people are doing know. those those sweet potato things with the cheese not cheese, like the marshmallow marshmallows like, yeah, yeah that's why yeah. why who started no. that i don't know i, I don't know i i i know this is my that. own personal opinion like it's i i remember the first thanksgiving in this country and i thought it was a cheese dish like a cheese and no so i thought it was a bunch of melted cheese and and i was right. totally shocked when and you have to <laughs> smile go yeah i know i grew i grew up with the sweet potatoes from the can and the marshmallows and brown sugar and so sweet yeah canned cranberries it's like oh my no so mm. i I still serve those things, but I make them yep. uh, in a right whole sure. different way. I have a wonderful, I probably should put, send you that recipe to put up. I have a wonderful spicy cranberry salsa. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. 
goes Ooh, wonderful with that turkey. That sounds good. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Wow, you know, that's... The, we're in the Southwest, so everything has to have a little salsa. Yeah, it needs to sing. It needs to, it. to sing. Well, you know, yeah. we've been to Thanksgiving dinners where they do that uh, deep fryer, or they like right. they take them outside, and that and and it's they the turkey itself, the skin. People do it where it's it's got mm -hmm. spice on the skin. I know right. doctors say don't eat the skin. I'm like, why? It, this Thanksgiving, we're eating the skin. I want the crispies. Right, yeah. exactly. I agree. <laughs> Put the little spice on it. You know, I'm mm -hmm. I'm all for that with you. Now, um, Thanksgiving, it it's you know oh and you wait we've got to re remember that everybody has those green bean things with the oh yeah with oh, the yeah. french onion the uh, french yeah. onions the cream so to balance soup. the wine yeah you're yeah. right i mean this is quite an interesting yeah mm -hmm. i wonder how our bodies feel about what we're doing with all these multiple flavors you know oh boy <laughs> they're I mean, like you... it's only once a year <laughs> right well then Christmas, right. Christmas is kind of the same yeah, it is. It is. And then afterwards, you have all the leftovers, you know, mm -hmm. turkey sandwiches you know, the next yeah. day. And again, a great uh, bottle of Grenache with that or turkey yeah. soup and all kinds of things that. Yeah, it's a really wonderful month. When yeah. you think about it. <laughs> and then and then you it kind of kicks off, you know, and that's what happens around Thanksgiving. Everyone's having a good time. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, okay, what are we going to do for the holidays? And then it starts with Christmas and that leads to party planning because there's cocktail New parties. Year. There's, uh -huh. you know, people are doing corporate parties. Do you do those, right? Oh, yes, we region? do at the, we do them at the tasting room. So I already mm -hmm. have a private um, family uh, retreat or family get together. They're coming in from all over the country and we're doing Thanksgiving dinner at the tasting room they have the whole tasting room to themselves so they're going to have a great time uh, yeah. Thanksgiving at the tasting room and then we're already planning corporate events into december so christmas mm -hmm. parties and so on we don't typically do a lot down at the vineyard because we're so remote there's right. not a lot of um, lodging near us mm -hmm. um, so we don't do much down there uh, in terms of big events unless we to host them until you uh, open a hotel right exactly yeah. or, 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 right cool. or a bed and breakfast or something there's some great yeah. places near us but they're small you know small yeah places. but yeah it's mm. party season and you know I grew up with a mom that loved to uh, throw parties so I uh, learned young how to host and plan parties um, mm. and and not stress over it you know I think a lot of people uh, get stressed about even yeah. hosting a Thanksgiving mm -hmm. dinner or or having a few couples over because they're stressed out about it. I say don't don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Plan ahead and and you'll be fine. They need I remember a good once old talking to food fight. Yeah, well, yeah, that's relax. <laughs> there it is. Well, I we were talking with Lady. This is years ago on the show, and she and she's now a, a chef and written cookbooks and really gone on with her career. And she said before she knew how to cook, she had just gotten married. Her husband was awake; it was on his way home, and she's like, "Okay, I don't know how to do a turkey, so I'm going to do the chicken thing." She didn't know what she was doing. By the mm -hmm. time he got there, she was so stressed out. I think his family was coming. Or something. Everybody mm -hmm. arrives, and she had tucked into the wine. And they found her passed out <laughs> on the cat's couch with the bottle. I love <laughs> she it. Was so, 
she was just like and and she was like you know so there's a balance but um there's and, there and we is. won't yeah I think she burned it and like it just was but it was all the nerves that's yet, funny you know it's like okay mm -hmm. so maybe you know you can play fake house that's what we talk about it's like all right you've got things around the house just shove them under the bed that's why you have right. those extra cupboards just shove them in there you yeah. know whatever it is mm -hmm. but when you when you look at wine and the food and what you're going to do obviously you're going to want to know who's coming first right do Correct. you look at who's coming and look at the wine according to the people well that's a good question you know when i'm planning an event there's a couple things i think about um planning that event the logistics you know am i do i want to do a cocktail kind of party where people are just standing and mingling and and nibbling on foods or is it a sit down dinner that i'm going to plan is it themed no am i gonna i'm not big on themes but a lot of people are and so mm -hmm. i like to um, do those logistical things well in advance so i know what the parameters are of the event so um, and then I set the times and, and send out invites or e-invites or whatever it might be well in advance so people are got it on their calendar and they're expecting. And that helps me begin to plan the wine as well as the menu, as well as how the flow of the party is going to go. Um, and so one of the key things I also think about um, is the party flow. So if it's going to be at my home, how are, when people arrive, where do they go to get their drinks or a glass of wine? Where do they go then move to a place uh, in the room or in the next room uh, to get their nibbles, appetizers or whatever? And then where do they go um, to get their food? Because you want people to flow because that mm -hmm. gets ming mingling going. So people mm -hmm. don't stand together with someone they only know. But if they have to move to somewhere else, they'll meet new people uh, yeah. as they do it. Good so point. thinking about the party flow is very important, I think. And of course, mm -hmm. music, right? Oh, you yeah. Got, you got to set the you tone. You know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yes. got to have the music. So creating that uh, playlist that is, you know, mm -hmm. with the theme of the party. So if it's a laid back, you know, couple couples over for dinner, maybe it's a jazz night and it's a mm -hmm. smooth jazz playing in the back background. But if it's a cocktail party and you want people mingling and maybe dancing a little bit and having mm -hmm. a good time, it's a much more upbeat, lively mm -hmm. um, kind of uh, playlist. Maybe you have a band maybe like, you have a band yeah that's mm -hmm. the best you can't Bands beat that you know right. it's live music mm -hmm. and it's back i'm so happy about live mm -hmm. music being back exactly. oh my gosh you gotta exactly. have live music in the world that's you know and then what about you know when you've got the people coming do you ask them about allergies or things they can or cannot do because we're finding like even just talking to mm -hmm. chefs and when we did the b and b thing it's suddenly like Oh, we don't eat this oh gosh. like one minute yeah, we're yeah. this is gluten-free this doesn't no carbs none everybody's in a different like, boat when it comes to food i don't i i would never want to be a restaurant owner these days right. it's is. like what do you do but it's I, a holiday it is yeah i try to um i ask if they have any special food needs um because i don't mm -hmm. want to be surprised where you know i have all meat dishes and i have 
half the group are vegans, you know, and I didn't know. Yeah. It. And your, and your wines are vegan. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah. You. So, um, but I also make sure my menu also has options. So there's vegan options and there's gluten-free options on that menu because mm. I don't want to be running around trying to prepare something at the last minute right. for someone mm. who has all of these food needs because I'm Italian and I would do that because mm. that's just who I am and I don't want to be put in that position. Yeah, no, because it's hard. This is where it's taco hard. bars rock. Yeah, Taco exactly. bars, because you can have gluten-free tortillas. Yeah, yeah. People can take meat, no meat. You know, mm-hmm. you can, and if you don't want the tortilla at all, you can just have, you know, carne asada, whatever, you know, right. you see, I'm, I'm hungry for Southwest food now. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Oh. So I mm. would, you know, plan your menu, uh, do your food prep, um, try to choose a menu that everything gets done ahead of time, you know, so that mm. it's, it's prep because you want to have fun at the party too. You Absolutely. don't want to be right. You don't want to be, be passed out. Yeah. Or passed out on the couch, <laughs> yeah. you know, but you want to be able to have fun. So I actually do most of the food prep a day or two days ahead of time. Um, I also set the table if it's, mm. if I'm doing a sit down dinner, or even if I'm um, setting out uh, uh, for a cocktail party, I set everything up two days ahead of time. I arrange the flowers. I, I really, any props that I'm going to have for the party are set out at least a day up to two days ahead of time. Wow. So that mm. the day of the event, you know, that morning you're chilling the wine, you're setting up the bar with any garnishes that might need, you're completing the food prep, I mean, listen to her. She's like the party planner extraordinaire. Like seriously, because I want to have fun at that party. You know, yeah. Sounds like fun. I want to come to your party. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My grandmother taught me to concentrate on the hors d'oeuvres and have a whole bunch of them, and they must be must be artistic and colorful. Yeah. And she said that way, when you get to the main course, people are already half full, and then you'll have dinner for two to three weeks. Oh, good, good advice. That's great advice. Except for your grandmother made the wobbly stuff. (laughs) Yes. What is the aspic thing? Oh, Oh, like jellos. Oh, that was that was Aunt Mona back in the day. That was the worst thing ever. Orange Jello with pineapple and olives in it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. I grew up with stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you do? Okay. This is a good point. I know I'm moving ahead to Christmas, but I'm thinking about the, you know, when you were talking about cranberry salsa, I love Mm -hmm. that. What happens when you have like, you know, Christmas, some people do lamb. I don't know, maybe I'm thinking England, but like the lamb and the mint Mm -hmm. and the mint. What would you do Mm -hmm. with a wine with the mint? Uh, That's that's a good question. That is a tricky one. I, Mm -hmm. I'm not crazy about the mint with my lamb but I know it's mm. traditional. I, you know, you probably go with a um, more like uh-huh. a Sauvignon Blanc potentially okay. or something with some acidity again would probably go with because of the mint, not so much the because of the, so of the lamb because lamb has that gaminess typically. Yeah. I know when I make lamb, it has a lot of garlic and a lot of herbs. Uh, it's really an herb crusted mm. uh, rack of lamb mm. or um, a leg of lamb and uh, we grill them. So there's a lot of flavor to them. So 
we don't do mm. the mint usually with our um, leg of lamb, but mm. then I would go again because it's, you know, you, a Syrah potentially. A Merlot, oh, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. it would be beautiful. That sounds good. With the lamb. Um, that sounds good because people are planning yeah. those 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 christmas party dinner themes you know Correct. Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's brunch which is good and that's where yeah. you get the bubbles and yeah but with your at the winery do you sell like like if people want to come buy caseloads like do you do that? <laughs> Just like, oh, oh yes you can drive your truck <laughs> open up the back <laughs> of the truck and we will fill it up <laughs> okay <laughs> Not a well no because well, because that's the thing, people having parties, if you're in Arizona, Correct. one must have Arizona wine, like you were saying. I think that's uh, yes. a really cool thing. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we were talking last time on the show about having like the, the brown paper bag kind of thing. And, and uh -huh. you know, to me, that's also a really cool way of, you know, Introducing starting a wines. conversation, you know, yeah. with people. Exactly. Okay. And then. So people can have their party with you. They can buy copious amounts of wine from you. Absolutely. So I like this. Now, do you have gift certificates for gifts? Can people we gift do. like one? See, yeah. she's set up. There you is. A party, mm -hmm. like, it's a one-stop shop. I'm going to change the wine time with Peggy to party time with Peggy. Oh, yeah. You know, Ooh, I, I like that. I am the queen yeah. of parties. I love parties. Yeah. You know, the, the last mm. tip I want to leave on the party plan oh, yeah, yeah. is no one knows what you didn't do so when it's a lot of times i'll have such a huge menu and then as time clicks away okay that's off the menu okay that's off the menu okay i can't get to that no one knows so don't fret about it because you yeah. didn't get everything done just don't fret about it yeah and they don't, don't say it don't say don't it. tell anybody yeah don't worry about it if you didn't get mm. the fresh flowers out they're still in the refrigerator. So what? You know, it's yeah. okay. Just have that <laughs> glass of wine, pop that sparkling bottle open and have your glass of champagne an hour before, calm your nerves and then open mm. the door and you're ready for your guests. Don't oh. work. Don't fret what you didn't get done. Now, do you yeah, put like if you're having flowers? out of the fridge at the last minute and as everybody's saying goodbye just toss them each a flower yeah. there, you go. there you go yeah. See, that's it do you, no, do you do you make sure like it do you put people like little place like do you place where people are going to sit i do for dinners um mm. because i'm all about trying to introduce new people together cool. and i really spend some time thinking about because I'm the only, a lot of times I know I'm the one that knows everyone and okay. I know everything about my guests. So I want to seat people next to people that they'll be able to start. Oh, she's a matchmaker. She's yeah. a matchmaker. How many yeah. couples have you introduced? I have <laughs> done. I have had my share. Uh, 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 I love this. And the same yeah. thing is when I greet people, um, again, because I'm the hostess. So when I greet people at the door, I instantly bring them over to another couple or another person and introduce them to someone that I know they're going to be able to strike up a conversation with. Because as the hostess of the party, you're hoping, you're curating an experience for all your guests mm -hmm. to have a great time, right? You're not, right. Um, you're not there just to 
pass out uh, early and go to bed and leave your guest out. But it is like a movie. That is like a movie. But, you know, um, the, when and the other thing is, do you give gifts? What do you think about that? People doing like sometimes like, you know, you have, it happens at weddings. There's gifts of if it's like the holiday, sometimes you just do something, something small. Little. kind of, Yeah. yeah. Tiny. Just something I always give obviously food, you know, so, or candy or something like that, or cookies and something to nibble on the way home is what I always, so I just, Ah. you know, just Mm. in a little silk bag with a ribbon and send them with, you know, some interesting cookies or some, you know, candies or nuts or something that uh, they'll nibble on the way home as they're talking about how great a time they had at my party. Yeah, I love this. Nice. I love this. And what about yeah. like bride uh, bridal showers and things like that? And I mean, baby showers. I, I it's for the rest of the people, but the, the mom is not. She's not allowed to have too much wine right. because she's gonna, you know, she's gonna be birthing. Any. She needs yeah. some. She'll need it right yeah. after. But, <laughs> but or during. But I mean, do you do those kind of things when when uh-huh. you? We do. And wow. uh, I've hosted many of those or bridal showers and, and, and that type of thing. You know, when you're thinking about the tough part is how much wine do you have um, on hand for a party and what kind of party, you know, that's mm. people always ask me, how do you, how do you know how much, like mm. for a wedding or for a big event, how do you know how much wine you need to have? You know, there's some rules of, of thumb. Um, there's obviously four to five glasses in a standard bottle of wine, right? And mm-hmm. so if you're having multiple, the first thing to think about is if you're having other liquor. So are you having wine plus beer and, and a full bar? Well, then you're gonna you're gonna need to have less wine because mm-hmm. people are also gonna choose beer or gonna choose other liquors. So um, no what all is being served. Maybe you're serving wine and maybe a specialty cocktail that someone can have, which I would recommend if you're gonna do more than a wine is don't have an open bar, have a specialty cocktail and it limits the decision-making for the guest because they have limited And, and there's safety too, because you, you know, don't want people driving yeah, home, well, you know. It is safer because open yeah. bars lead to, whoa, Right. Yeah, and some and some people don't handle their liquor very well. No, no exactly. Kidding. So, so. Um, for a two-hour cocktail party, so people are standing around, I consider about two glasses per guest per hour. It wouldn't wow. be typical. That's that's and that's polite because mm-hmm. there are people that go to a party and they just I'm going to suck up the entire bar, and yeah, and have someone, you know, I didn't. But- yeah. I ran the bar for a friend's wedding and it was the happiest wedding ever, but apparently <laughs> I didn't like really <clears throat> measure very well <laughs> the way for their budget. I didn't that was a little too well, like, and hey, it's dangerous. It's dangerous yeah, by, it, it, it you know, dangerous. the end of an hour or two, then you have people who don't know. You don't know how people are going to handle anymore. what or yeah. where. So Right. I, right. I like your idea of having something specialty because sometimes you can make that up in advance too. Right, right, exactly. And that's kind of fun and people will try that and definitely have a lot of water, sparkling water mm-hmm. as well as still water um, and things you can put in your water like lemon and mint nice. or whatever um, and, and encourage, you know, water 
yeah, glass of wine, let, glass yeah. of water. And, have something for people that. to not drink on, right. on the alcohol you can have side. Some planters punch. Oh yeah, Nancy, here she goes. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you put in that planter's punch. Yeah. Nancy's going to put rum. Yeah, <laughs> that's Nancy's favorite liquor is rum. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Yeah. It's fun, um, that I think that's a really good point about how much to buy because it is that is like what do you do and then you don't want to be running out of it and right, no. and and then at some holidays at family gatherings you need more than what you thought just because you need to get through it oh yeah oh yeah I mean thank goodness we're having Thanksgiving down at the winery with my family with 14 people staying at the winery house and we have a winery wow. to grab the wine because we will run out. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds about right. No, yeah. but, and then there's, well, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's such an interesting time and I hope everyone this season really enjoys and, and mm. makes it memorable in a positive, happy way, because I think we've all been through a lot over the last few years and it's time to have some fun, you know, kick yeah. up the heels. Yeah. Be responsible. Be right, responsible, and be responsible so it doesn't end badly you know right exactly but you don't have to spend a lot of money either and i think mm -hmm. that's what people are are nervous about it it just has to be thoughtful and special you know if you don't if you don't you're not a chef do a taco bar and and mm -hmm. that's simple easy it's just or order in um the food or, you know, you don't have to buy the most expensive bottles of wine. The key is to have a nice wine or keep the good stuff for you and your special guests <laughs> and, <laughs> and serve the others a, a cheaper bottle of wine. But um, you don't have to spend a lot of money mm -hmm. to have a nice event for your friends and family. Mm -hmm. and, and you can also make it a themed event. I, you know, we used to have, when we lived in South mm -hmm. Africa, Nancy oh, threw was... these parties all the time and was always a uh, dress up. Oh, she yeah. had one that was come, come when dress up like oh. you were, was it like five-year-old, like a little kid's party and everybody came oh, dressed up as a little kids and brought toy, bring your toy. But at the end of the it. evening, everybody was fighting oh, over God. the toys like kids. So that <laughs> was really funny. So we, funny. They were the very, on their yeah. hands knees playing toy trucks and building I mean, bridges i'm like and, what just us as kids we were watching the adults going look at that that's hysterical I know, it was you know really hysterical but and, and then um our last we used to do new year's really really big and our last yeah. new year's party that we had in south africa was come as you are come, come as you as you were in your previous life and that oh Hysterical. We had people like one couple, one came as God and the other came as Satan. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Like, then. <laughs> well, then, I think you take the cake on that one. Oh, you know, my so gosh. Uh, and we've had people come in togas. We have we've we've had toga parties. We've yeah. Mm -hmm. But those kind of things actually make it fun and a little bit hokey where you don't have to be so fancy and you go, right. okay, here's, you can make a drink that goes with it. So well, it's everybody already had fun. a thing to talk about coming yes. in, in a costume. Yes. Everybody already had something to talk about. No matter shipwreck if parties, we used to do shipwreck not. parties. And then shipwreck we was good. <laughs> but and then the kids, well, because the parties in, in South Africa, a lot of times were family. very big families. So all right. ages would be uh. involved. So kids would get into, we would make all the decorations and we loved it. I mean, we, we Ooh. made, we'd go to town. So it was this big event. And yet 
it really didn't cost everybody so much mm -hmm. to do except no. for really having everybody was working on having a really excellent time and creating yep. amazing memories so that yeah. i miss those parties yeah. we need to go get a house <laughs> we need to have a shipwreck party we, we haven't do. had one of those for ages no yeah. we haven't we loved oh, it everybody came yeah. in in sandals or one sandal and torn off jeans <laughs> and you know and one Life person jackets. brought a broken boat thing and i mean we it's fun, fun. It it's is fun. fun. That's the key to a party is to have a good time, meet new people. Um, yeah. They don't have to be long either. You don't have to go mm -hmm. for five hours. You can nope. you can put a, a, a time frame on your party. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that. And yeah. you don't have to spend a lot of money. I kind of, uh, I don't do potlucks. You know, I don't typically... Mm -hmm ask people to bring things though you never some, know what you're going to get you never know what you're <laughs> going to get sure. and if i'm having a party of for 50 let's say and people people aren't going to cook for 50 and so they bring a dish that will serve six people and mm. yeah you know, so yeah. no one really gets to taste it so i unless um it's a family thing i leave potlucks for family outings if it's but, an italian family that's that's yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. But yeah. we we typically um, when we do family events like at the Thanksgiving at the winery, everyone has a job and we have a big kitchen, and so it's it's mm. like the big chill oh, as fun. we talked about at a previous. Yeah. So everyone's cooking, everyone's um, cutting that's and cool. chopping, and, and you have to play that soundtrack. I'm telling you, yes, you gotta play exactly. the big chill mm -hmm. soundtrack. It's my favorite. I just yeah. played it the other day after our show with you. I, I go and do it. that. Yeah. Here we go again. And, yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had I had to educate neighbors on good music. <laughs> so, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes you have to do things. Yeah. <laughs> Play yeah. for the animals. I love this. So, are we going to talk about Christmas next time? I want to talk sure. more about this party planning. I think sure. this is fascinating, especially when you're looking at wines and getting people because. You know, it, it's it's fascinating. You know, we've got yeah. so much that we mm -hmm. can, so much wine out there to be enjoyed. I mean. Right. And shared with friends. Yes. And shared with family mm -hmm. members, you know. Something and, new that you've not mm -hmm. had, you know, something different than the typical grocery Ooh. store wine. Not knocking it, but I'm just saying, yeah. you know what yes. I mean. Yeah. I'm thinking international parties. So everybody brings like a dish and a wine from their native land. Uh-huh. Wouldn't yeah. that be fun? That would be so a fun you could one. have, yeah, you could have all kinds of different dishes and wines that are paired specifically from country to country, and you could go around the world. Yeah, yeah. Wow, Ooh. I would. Yeah, Ooh. that could. Man, your Ooh. your Ooh. system's going to have quite a jolt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might have to yeah. make it a series, Nancy. <laughs> like we're going yeah. to the northern <laughs> hemisphere first, <laughs> but yeah. I want to watch. Someone's going to bring you Ludafisk, so enjoy oh. that. Uh, I think like a good Ludafisk. Yes, a Ludafisk for you. <laughs> well, everyone, you've got to keep up with Peggy at ldvwinery.com. She's here every first Wednesday, Wednesday, so keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. You can also see her on the front cover of our latest Success Express yes. magazine because, hey, don't mess with her. And that, you're, that is the first, that perfect photo of you. We love that. We're like, mm. look at her. You know she's got the giggles under there. She's got, yeah, you know, she's happy. She's got the success, but she's you know happy. there's that twinkle of like, <laughs> yep. 
she knows uh, how to be naughty. And now we're getting the scoop from you. Like, I, yeah, we're we're gonna we're not gonna stop talking about parties. So, awesome. but we are gonna close with some music. Uh, this is "Kick Up Your Heels," and this is a title track mm -hmm. from one of the albums by Shelly King over in Austin, Texas. Uh, I think the very first time you were on the show, we played uh, some of yeah. her music, and uh, she rocks. And it is. I mean, it's time to kick up your heels. I mean, yeah, it is. the holiday it is. season is here. And I think we should all kick up our heels and not stop until next holiday season and just keep going. Sounds yeah. like a plan. All right. Yeah. Everyone keep cool. up with Shelly at ShellyKing.com. Thank you so much, Peggy. Thank Thanks, you. Peggy. You bet. Yeah. <laughs>